Welcome to Because of This House, a podcast exploring the history, impact, and significance of housing in Rockford, Illinois, and beyond. Because of This House is brought to you by Rockford Area Habitat for Humanity. I'm your host, Lauren Morelli. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Because of This House. I'm Lauren, your host, and today we are here with a very special guest, one of our Habitat homeowners. Rachel, would you just mind introducing yourself and telling me a little bit about you and your family? Sure. Thank you for having me. My name is Rachel Perez, and I have two children that grew up in my Habitat house. We got the house way back in, I think it was 2003, and it was the best thing that could have ever happened to us. Oh, that's amazing. I love that so much. So you kind of mentioned this already, but you went through Habitat's program in 2003. Right. Okay. And yeah, so that would be how many years now? It's going on 20, I believe it is. That's amazing. That's amazing. So when you think back to that initial journey through the Habitat program, what was your journey to homeownership like? It was hard. I never thought that it was even a possibility. At the time when I got called for Habitat for Humanity, it was a really tough time in my life. I was young. I was recently divorced. I had two children, just moved to Rockford, had nowhere to live, moved in with my mom. And from there, we moved 12 times, 12 times before I got into my house. We were in public housing. Once we went into public housing, I kind of promised myself that that was the last stop because it went by the money that I was making. I thought it would be my opportunity to save in order to find a nice apartment at that time. I didn't even think that I could own anything. So I was just thinking of saving enough money to rent an apartment with my children. Around that time in public housing, I was grateful for the apartment, but at the same time, it was scary. It was in a safe place. We had a little laundry room in the apartment that was riddled with bullet holes. So it was scary. It was scary. But thankfully, around that time, I remember Habitat for Humanity called me and they told me that uh, they had some really good news for me. So they came out to the house and I don't really think that it registered at that moment what actually happened. They came to the house, they sat with me and my children and they told me that I was being considered I think that's what I heard, had heard. Not actually that I had been picked, but that I was being considered. So when they left, like literally me and my children just fell to the floor and we started crying. We were just happy to be considered. They made an appointment to go to the office. I think it was like uh, maybe a couple of weeks later or whatever. We go to the office and we're sitting around this table. And it was a lot of other people. And... One of the lady leans over to me and she asks me, so what house did you get? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you know, I, this, is my, this is my address and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, what? That is so, like, I didn't get anything. Like, this is so unfair. <laughs> and then it dawned on me, it's like, I actually had a home. (laughs) Like we were there to finalize the whole thing and and go through the whole process and (laughs) I wasn't even aware of it. (laughs) 
<laughs> so then what was your reaction? I was excited. I was happy. I was grateful. I was floored. I didn't even know what to do. So I came home and I told the kids that our life was going to change. And it did. And I was so thankful. <laughs> and I cried. I cried the whole, the whole way home. You know, and then I went home, and of course, my kids didn't get it. They're like, oh my God, we're moving again. Are you serious? I'm like, yes, but this is the last time. Like, this is, this is permanent. We drove to the neighborhood, and they're like, seriously, Mom, that's going to be ours? And I'm like, yeah, that's going to be our home. What did that feel like as a mom, being able to tell your kids that? It was the best thing ever, you know? It was like I was playing Santa Claus. That was the best gift that I could have ever given my children. I love that so much. And yeah, just the the joy that I hear in your voice even now is just beautiful to hear how long this home has continued to impact your life. You know, now you've lived there for 20 years. Yeah, over time, how would you say your home has impacted your family, you and your family? In the best way. It's so hard to explain everything. I mean, I'll try, <laughs> but it's so many things in so many ways. You think it's just a home and it's just studs, you know, but it's not. It, it's so much more than that. Like my kids had a stable place to grow up. My kids went to the same schools. That was huge. They never moved again. We never moved again, you know. I didn't graduate from high school. My kids graduated from high school. That was so exciting to me. And I think that it had a lot to do with having a home. Because if we would have kept moving, they would have lost hope, you know? I think I was to the point where I was losing hope. I was working at a little part-time job. I didn't even think that I could get into a home. I was only trying to save to get into an apartment. That was my dream. That was a big dream. Home ownership was not, at least at that time, it wasn't in my future. I couldn't see past that. Once we got into the home, like I said, my kids went to every single school in the neighborhood and I got into college. Before that, I got into the GED program. I was able to get my GED. I was able to get my associates. I didn't know that school was in the future. I was able to be there for my children. If it wouldn't have been for the home, I think that life would have been so much more different and not in a good way. Now, my son is a homeowner of his own. Like I said, they graduated from high school. He's the first male in my family to graduate from high school. That was huge. Yeah. <laughs> Habitat saw something in me that I didn't even see in myself. And when they had that belief in me, I was able to believe in myself. And then I was able to seem more for my children. So many things opened up for us. I love that. I love just the way that you see these tangible impacts on your kids' lives and even your son becoming a homeowner himself. What a beautiful example he had in you to see you accomplish that milestone and then want to pursue that himself. That's just beautiful. So you kind of mentioned this, but I'm going to kind of show off for you a little bit. You said you started your, your education, but now where are you at in your education? I'm currently working on my bachelor's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and what are you studying? I'm studying gerontology. I'd love to become a geriatric social worker soon. Yeah. And are you enjoying school? I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. really am. Um, I love it. I've always, well, I'm not going to say always. I didn't even know that uh, school was in my future as well. 
You know, I, I'm the first person in my family to go to college. So that was huge. My son was the first male to graduate from high school. And it was all because of having that confidence through home ownership. It's like, if I can be a homeowner, I think I can be anything. <laughs> I was able to focus just on the task at hand, rather than where was I going to sleep that night? Where was the next day going to take me? I knew where that was. I knew where my home was. My home was permanent. For the first time in my life, I had a permanent address. That's just powerful. I mean, there's no other way around it. Hearing you say that is just absolutely astounding and powerful. And you made this way for yourself. You chose this path and worked so hard to get here. And I just think that's amazing. So I'm getting really happy hearing you talk because it's just an incredible story. And so you kind of mentioned, yeah, how your home has impacted your family and your education. Are there ways that your home has impacted other areas of your life? Anything else come to mind? It's not about just having a place to sleep. It, it affects the way you feel. It affects your point of view. It affects what you do. It affects every area of your life. Now that I'm able to do it, I want to see everybody else around me be a homeowner as well. So I pushed for my kids to, to do the same thing. My son was able to become an entrepreneur, had his little job, and then he was able to save up money to become a homeowner. My daughter says she doesn't have to worry about it. She's going to inherit the house anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> she's like, she was born a homeowner. <laughs> she's just really claiming that identity. She's like, I'm a homeowner already. <laughs> I've encouraged my own family members to change their lives as well. It's all about changing your family tree. It, it wasn't just me. Habitat did not just see something in me. They allowed me to see it in the people around me. They helped me to become a homeowner, and that gave me the ability to help other people, my friends, my family, just random people that I run into, hey, you know what, and we get to talking and we get to talking about homeownership. And I've advocated a lot to my own family about the Habitat program and just letting people know, hey, there's resources available for anybody. And it's not something that you can't reach. It's not unattainable. I was in a place where I thought it was unattainable. That wasn't something in my future, I'm so glad that I was able to get connected with Habitat for Humanity because if, if it wasn't for them, then, like I said, I would have just been striving to become a, an apartment renter. <laughs> it's affected everybody around me. If I'm thriving, then I want everybody else to be able to thrive as well. So I've, I've pushed for everybody else to, hey, you know what, this is possible. I'm, I don't think like I, I'm anybody special. I was just some random person and I was in a really bad place and I had a little part-time job and I had no education and I was single. I was a single mom. I was sleeping on a couch. I was constantly moving. There was so many things that were going on and I know that there's so many other people like me. And that's why when I talk, 
it's not because I'm bragging. I want people to see that it's attainable. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Being able to encourage other people to know that there are people who believe in them, you know, like yeah. even your belief in the people around you in your life, that they can achieve, you know, things that they thought were beyond what they could imagine. Sometimes we just need other people to dream for us. I didn't know what it was like to dream. That's not how I grew up. I didn't grow up dreaming. That It was reality. And reality was pretty tough and it was it was ugly and it was it was dark and so I needed somebody to come in and say hey you know what there's other things there's things past your window when all I seen when I was looking out my window it was a lot of crime it was different views all the time and somebody came into my life and said hey you know what we can get you to a place where the view can be a lot nicer and it could be permanent and we believe in you, and if you're willing to do the work, then we can help you to get there. And I was, I was so ready for a change. I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna do it. I'm, you know. So they're like, if you're willing to put in the sweat equity hours, I'm like, I'm rolling up my sleeves. Oh. And that was the best thing because you think that just going to these sites and it's like oh my god this is so boring and i don't want to do this man that helped me that helped me because when my appointment went out it's like i know how to do this <laughs> yeah i remember when we were working on the habitat homes i was going from person to person i don't know if i was getting in people's ways or just getting on their nerves i'm like oh, let me see what you're doing <laughs> like I'm like, I want to be a part of everything, but it helped me because then when stuff started, you know, breaking down in my own house, it's like, wait a minute, I don't have to call a plumber. Yeah, that was a time where my son, I think he was kicking a ball in the house and he made a big old hole in the wall and he's like, oops, I'm like, no, I got this, I got this. Do it again. <laughs> that actually leads like super well to my next question, so I'm just gonna jump into that. Obviously, you've lived in your home for a long time and have had to do small repairs like that, but you've also really made your home your own. I was lucky enough to get to see your house and you've done so much around your house to personalize it and make it exactly what you want it to be. Can you tell me a little bit about some of the projects around your house and your yard? Sure, I think that's the coolest thing about having a home. Oh my goodness. When I was renting, all I had was white walls. You can put up any color. So when I first moved into my home, I think we lived in the house for about five years with white walls. I don't think it really had dawned on me, like, I can put color on the walls. My girlfriend comes over and she's like, why are your walls all white? You're like, you know, put some color up here, geez. I needed somebody to tell me that it was okay. I felt like I still had to ask permission to do things in my own home. Once she brought that to my attention, we went out to the hardware store and bought all kinds of gallons of paint and my house ended up looking like a rainbow. Every single room in my home is a different color. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I feel like it matches your personality so much, just like your radiant, like just excited for life personality. It just is a mirror of that, yeah. That was the first thing that we did. We put up colors and then 
having trouble watching like HGTV and all that good stuff because it's like, wait a minute, I want to do that. So I started knocking down walls. So we started doing all kinds of different things like that. But at the same token, like life happened. And that was another thing which was so cool in and of itself because my son ended up getting diagnosed with asthma. So we had to pick up all the carpet and lay down flooring. Now, if that would have happened in a renting situation, there's no way in the world that the landlord was going to be like, oh, yeah, he's got this issue and I'm going to handle it for you. You know, so it was so cool that after he got diagnosed, we uh, decided that we're going to just tear everything up. We ended up, like I said, laying down tile and all kinds of different things. And again, like every room in the house is different. even with the flooring. Then even with myself, I ended up going through some issues of my own and I was able to modify my bathrooms. And I was able to pull out the tub and make it into a walk-in shower and change out the toilets and put up all kinds of different things. And if that would have happened in, again, a renting situation, there's no way in the world that the landlord's was going to say, oh yeah, you're a really good renter. You pay your rent on time. So I'm going to invest. You know, it it wasn't going to happen. It was going to be like, well, deal with it. You know, that has nothing to do with me. I was able to modify it in that way on the inside. And even with the outside, we were so lucky to be able to get a grant from Habitat. They don't really understand how much they impact people's lives because they changed my life. I ended up losing my vision, so I was stuck in my house. And that day, they happened to come out, and they built me a deck. And they didn't understand that. To them, it was just a bunch of wood on the floor. Do it. Get it done. This is something that we do every year, blah, blah, blah. But to me, it was like that was the way for me to get out of my house. I hadn't been out of my house in over a year. I hadn't had mobility training at that time. I wasn't even able to get into the driveway. I was so scared. They built this deck, and I was able to sit out there for the very first time and be out in the open and enjoy the fresh air. I mean, there has been so many times where I just sat out there and just cried. I guess they felt like all I did was come out here, do my thing, put in my hours, go home. It wasn't, it was so much more than that. It was so much more because it gave me freedom and I was able to enjoy my life again. I think that's such a important perspective for volunteers to hear. Just even if it's just one day of volunteering, like you really are impacting your community, impacting a family in such incredible ways. And I know for a fact that our volunteers don't feel like bummed to go to the work site. They're so excited to go to the work site. But I think that's a beautiful story for them to hear of just the the power that that can have. And then your yard became like your new project, right? Your new blank yeah. canvas. Yeah. That was my new safe space. And I'm thinking, okay, so now I got this deck up here and I can sit out here and I can enjoy the day, but then I want to enjoy smells and textures and colors and this and that. So I started getting into gardening. (laughs) It's something about putting your hands in the dirt and planting a seed and watching it grow and thrive and taking care of it and beautifying your home and beautifying your space and just 
the patience that you gain from that, it's life-changing, you know? So now I get to go out there and I have all these flowers and all these colors and all these smells that I get to enjoy. Oh my God. And so now it's like, I want to put flowers in every little corner, every little spot. <laughs> I, I want to do so much to it. And it just, it makes it so much prettier. It gives me pride to come home, to pull into the driveway and to see this beautifully landscaped yard, you know? The whole idea is you want to live in a nice neighborhood. You want to have a safe space. You want to beautify your your home. And you want to make the world a better place. And it, it starts one neighborhood at a time. And before that, you have to you have to set your example and start with yourself. So I, I see that when I do something to my yard, then... I see my neighbors doing the same thing and you know so it it's it's catchy. Yeah. <laughs> if you're keeping up your space, then other people are more willing to do it as well. And that's how you help without even realizing it, you're helping beautify the neighborhood. It's such a personal thing but also a communal thing. Yeah, you're in it together. And when you have a beautiful neighborhood, it's a lot safer. You're not going to allow people to just come in and, and wreak havoc and stuff like that. You're going to want to keep it nice and safe. And so it does change. It does help the neighborhood. People take pride. It's not just you. It's everybody else. Hey, you know what? I love driving past her house, so I want my house. So like, I don't want to be like the rinky-dinky house next to the nice house. So let me fix up my space and so on and so forth. So it catches. You've mentioned with a couple of different elements of your house, like you said this about your deck and your house itself, but it's not just a house. It's not just a deck or just a yard. I know you've spent so much of your life now in your house, on your property, enjoying what you've built, literally and figuratively, from the ground up. But what are some of your other like favorite memories or most profound memories of your homeownership journey or your time in your house? That's actually how I ended up meeting my husband. <laughs> when I first moved into the house, I was just dating him at the time. When they told us about the, the sweat equity hours that we had to put in, I said, hey, dude, you want to date me? You got to put on some dirty clothes, dirty work clothes. You bring a hammer and get to work. <laughs> So not only did I get a stable home for my family, I got a beautiful partner out of it as well. Thank you for sharing all of that. Yeah, I've just loved hearing about your, your family and just how much they mean to you. Is there anything you would want to like say to your family? Because I feel like this is such a collective journey. You know, you're leading the charge, but it's such a collective journey in owning your home. To my family, uh, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being there for me. They were the ones that came out with me as well. It was a collaborative effort. I mean, I had everybody coming out, <laughs> from my nieces and nephews to my grandmother. <laughs> I had everybody coming out, and everybody was rooting for me. Once I was able to complete my journey, they went off and did their own as well. And they've all become homeowners. It changed our family tree. 
not just my children and my own family with my brothers and sisters and everybody was like well one of us actually achieved it you know so I can see that now because it wasn't out of reach anymore because it's so much different when you have somebody closer to you you know when you see people on tv or you hear stories you're like no that just happens to lucky people or that just happens to other people it doesn't happen to me but it does and it can. It can happen to anyone. You just have to be willing to put in the effort because it wasn't easy by any means, but it was so worth it. It really was. And it wasn't just becoming a homeowner. It was having people believe that you were more. You just never know where, where people are coming from. Habitat took the time to come out and speak with us and learn about us and hear about us. And I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was that they seen in me that I couldn't see in myself. I felt special. I, I really did. You know, I felt so special that I was chosen to be a part of this. I felt like I was nobody. For anybody that's out there that, that thinks the same thing, like, oh, th- that's just for special people and people that run in certain groups. No, it's nothing like that. It's you have to take a chance. And when you're willing to take a chance, I I guess people take a chance on you. I don't know what it was, but God works in mysterious ways. He puts you in the place that you need to be. And he was able to connect me with the people that I needed to be with. They were able to move me along. And once they got me started, then I was able to continue. I'm so grateful for everybody that I've come across that has come into my path because I've been able to to keep moving from that. Because every time I meet somebody, it's like, oh, did you know that you could do this? What? <laughs> oh, have you tried this? No. <laughs> I didn't even know. And then I'm learning every day. That's why I was able to get into school. That's why I was able to keep moving. That's why I was able to keep pushing my kids. That's why I was able to do all of that stuff because every time that I ran across somebody, they would open up a new door. Before, there was no path. There was, there was nothing. Where was I going to go? I opened up the door, and I thought that that was going to be the rest of my life. It was going to be just shooting and it was scary to walk out of the door and four I didn't like to go out because I didn't want to get shot I wanted to live another day and now it's scary to walk out of my door because like I said I have vision loss but it's so exciting because I have so many things that I can do (laughs) I'm more willing to do it because I feel safe because I'm confident that I can get whatever I need to do to get done. I can walk the walk. I can I can do it because I have that confidence. Rachel, I'm just so inspired by your story. And I know I'm not going to be the only one. I feel like everyone who listens to this is also going to be inspired. So thank you for sharing it so authentically, so vulnerably. I just really, really appreciate you taking the time to share all of that. I've got one more question for you, and it is based upon the name of our podcast. Could you finish the statement, because of this house, blank? Because of this house, I was able to change my family tree. I love that. I love that so much.
we just want to thank Rachel for being a guest on Because of This House today. Rachel, we are so inspired by you and by the way that you dream big for yourself and for your community. Once again, thank you for listening to Because of This House, which is brought to you by Habitat for Humanity. Our producer is Kervin Thomas. Our theme song was written by Nooney, who is also one of our Habitat homeowners. The song, entitled Daydreams, was produced by Chandler Bolden and engineered by Neil Howard. Come true if you believe it, if you believe